We arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in the threeness, through confession of the oneness of the creator of creation. Amen. So delighted to be with all of you here at St. James's, and I want to give a special thank you to my, let's be honest, hero, and uh, I hope mentor, uh, Brenda Husson, who is not only an amazing priest and human being, but also an incredible follower of our Lord Jesus. And I want to say today that whether you know it or not, you have a divine appointment. I'm not talking about the things that fill our calendars. I know lots of us are very busy. I know what it's like to have a calendar full of appointments, some of which I have no idea um, about how they got there, what's going to happen, but they are full. But this isn't a divine appointment. It's not a human appointment. So if you're a great delegator of tasks, it's not something you can put off and give to an underling or a colleague. It's something to which only you can attend. I know what it's like as well to sometimes almost miss your divine appointment. Exactly 20 years ago, I was very busy with my quarter life crisis, which in case you're wondering, that's when you're like 24, 25, and you think, well, what's it all about anyway? And I happened to go, uh, someone encouraged me to you know, get outside of my narcissistic bubble and um, volunteer my services since I was underemployed, and I went to the Yorkville Common Pantry. And there I met someone who was actually sitting in the pew, and she's wearing a purple shirt, and her name is Sherry James. And Sherry uh, befriended me, was kind to me, and I don't know how she knew about my divine appointment, but she did. And one day she saddled up to me as we were preparing things on the shelves and asked me if I had ever thought about being a priest. Now, I had not only thought about it, but I didn't want to do it. I was ABC, anything but church, when it came to my employment. But thanks be to God for Sherry James and for the many, many people in my life who helped me to hear and know what God was calling me to do and be. Thank God that other people were meeting their divine appointment. They were making sure they made time for God because that made them able and available to talk to people like me who were drifting. I have to believe that the interconnection of our lives, which is really what church is, is the ways in which we are moved by God to connect with one another, to connect with the world outside of ourselves, to serve and love, but most of all, to grow in the knowledge and love of Jesus. I happen to believe that that is every single one of us that is our divine appointment, whether we know it or not. So I want to take us back to that reading we had today from, from Daniel, because Daniel's a mysterious book. Most of us just know about, you know, the three little boys who were in the furnace, and maybe we know a little bit about the crazy king. But this is an incredible book about the journey of a follower of God through to the heart of God and the true message of what God has for us, which is each of us has a journey we must make with God. And that journey is about giving our all and our everything. 
And Consecration Sunday is just about that as well. And sometimes we don't want to talk about it because our all and everything seems like a bit too much. But I want to remind you that in that passage, we're promised that times are difficult. Things are hard. And if you live long enough, you know whatever time you live in, that time is a time of trial, right? Whether you live and you're, you're 90 years old or you're 45 or you're 22, you know your own trials. And as my mom often says, if you want to know when the end of times, it's when you die because it's the end for you. But trust me, it'll all happen in your life. Just look around and see it. And that's not to deny the eschaton, but it's simply to say, just look at your own life. So in the midst of all these things, we're told that God will send one called Michael. And commentators say that Michael, the name Michael, could be translated as, who is like God? So one stands up and says, who is like God? And the answer is, no one. There is no one and nothing in your life to which you need to consecrate yourself outside of God, because there is no one like God. And there is no place in your life where you are called to that particularity outside of your spiritual home. And whether you are online or you are in these pews, you know that when you come here or when you travel here in your heart, something changes. So today I'm asking you to go on that journey, to take up that call, to honor the thing that has already happened in your heart, to say yes to what God is asking you to do, not just for yourself, but also because if there is none like God, who else will save us from the trials and the hardships and the suffering? And who else will bless us with the clarity to receive the joy and the wonder and the delight? We exist not just for ourselves, but for a wide world that is full of heartbreak and hope. But the one who says he will send a messenger has also sent you. Be the ones who are sent. Allow yourselves to be consecrated. Allow the magic and the wonder to happen because if you're honest, you're here right now because it already has. And open up a space in your heart for the love and the joy of God and Jesus Christ to reach you, to reach this world, and to travel with you every day of your life. Don't miss this divine appointment. It's the only thing in your calendar that matters. <laughs>